It's the week of January 28th, and this is MASHCAST number I'm Jared. I'm here with podcast host and uh, staff writer Nick Zonkevich. Hey, how's everybody doing? And also here from the grave, Mikey Kenny. Tidy. And that's his standard greeting. <laughs> <laughs> you were you were dead? Yes, apparently I was dead, and now I've been like monster reborn or some shit like that. I don't know. He was dead uh, to the podcast. He was dead to the podcast. I haven't been here in like, wow, how long has it been? It's a couple of weeks. Oh. Were you, did you do any podcasts at all in January? This one? Oh, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> the, last one, no, the last one I remember. Yeah, was it New I, Year's I, End? Was it like yeah, reflecting it on 2013, 2012? I that was the last so. I remember. Like yeah. reflecting. Yeah. God, 2012 sucked. Anyways. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Happy New Year since I haven't talk to you yet this year oh yeah happy new year cool <laughs> uh, i've now. been i've been busy as crap lately so it's it's just been, it's this month has been crazy yeah uh and now that we got that out the way my what mikey means to say is he's sorry oh sorry <laughs> apparently apparently i need to be sorry for being busy and you know needing to hang up my duties by the way good, good nice nice uh two man in it for uh, the thanks. past podcast yeah we yeah th- that, we do what we have to do yeah you know is around that, here is so is that what we call it when two guys get together to share a cast i guess so i don't know where you're going with that <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna leave it at that yeah mikey's like you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. that's what just mm-hmm. happened right there uh-huh that just happened <laughs> All right, well, let's uh, let's see what everybody's been playing. Mikey, why don't you go first? Fuck. Uh, let's see. What did I just finish? Uh, I finished DMC. Uh, a little when it came out, like three days after it came out. Well, I didn't finish it. I just beat Nephilim mode, and I still haven't gone back and done Son of Sparta yet. Um, it's actually pretty fun. People quit bitching about it. It's fun. Go fucking play it. Um. Oh, I've been playing Nino Kuni, which let me tell you when I first started it, I was like, I'm gonna fuck I'm gonna hate this game. I'm gonna love it for its visuals and stories, but this combat system is like way too much to deal with. Like you want me like it wants you to manage like Pokemon and have them move all at the same time and like on reaction stop your attack animations and then go into a defense stance within like two seconds of seeing a flash animation of your enemies going into an attack it has a counter system that like only signifies when you can counter when an attack 
when your attack button flashes blue, that gives you like a second to execute a counter. There are orbs that fly out of enemies that give you health and mana that if you don't pick up, you will be fucked so hard. And I'm like, this game is rated like, I'm imagining like T for teen or E for everyone. I can't remember what it is right now. Forgive me, ESRB, don't shoot me. Um, I'm like, how the f- are kids? Like, kids must be a lot smarter than I give them credit for if they can like instantly pick up this system and figure it out. Because it took me till about level 15 for that moment when the combat system finally clicked. And I was like, okay, now I see what they were trying to do. Because like, for the life of me, there are moments where I'm like, I wish I had a way to map like my R2 or L2 button to instantly cancel my attack and go into defend. Like I I think I'm just I think I'm spoiled. I think I've been spoiled. Yeah. I think that's it. I've been spoiled by other combat systems that just damn. That's enlightening. Oh. God, I hate hate <laughs> my game life right now. Match cast enlightenment. <laughs> like I just realized just how spoiled I am on. Damn. <laughs> He's really thinking about that right now. <laughs> I think the game broke, Mikey. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Like I just realized, like God. <laughs> oh, I'm spoiled on easy combat systems. Oh my God. I don't the know fuck? who I am anymore. <laughs> I don't. I need to go back and play Guilty Gear. <laughs> oh. Anyways. Well, that was... That was fun. Um, <laughs> what else? Have dry I been your playing? tears. Dry your tears. I, I, yeah. Seriously. Oh, I've been playing Guilty Gear again. Uh, Accent Core Plus that came out on PS3. Uh, finally. Um, what else have I been playing? I think that's it. Damn, I have not been playing that much. Oh, and LOL, but that's LOL. That's like on the unmentionables, I guess, by now. However, the new champion did come out, and I, I play support, and so I was glad to see another support champion. So I picked it up, and he's pretty fun, Thresh. He's a uh, he'll he'll probably get a nerf soon for something, I'm sure. Even though he doesn't really need a nerf, but he'll probably get nerfed. Um, yeah, that's about that's it. Okay, what about you, Nick? Uh, still playing through Legends of Grimrock. Um, I did actually try as an experiment. I tried using the uh, Steam interface while playing that to see if I could look at a, a little video or something while I was playing, and maybe I could grow to like it. It's not that bad. Have, but, have, uh, what? Nothing. Uh, have y'all tried playing Far Cry 3 using Steam's thing? Steam's thing? Steam, whatever. The, 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 the thing that makes it a TV or something. I don't know. Oh, big know. picture mode? <laughs> yeah. The thing. thing. Did you try the thing? You know what I'm talking about. That what? thing. I didn't right? realize Gabe announced Steam's thing. <laughs> it's that thing that's going to get all big and he's going to shove it in your face. Jeez. Uh, and Nick. Nick, why do you... I almost used our two favorite words a minute ago. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, well, that was it, Nick. That's all. Yeah, you that, that's it. I've been playing that, and making bad jokes. That's what I do. Oh, yeah. cool! I feel better about myself now. I thought yeah. I played a short list. <laughs> no, 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 Nick. Probably always have the short list. 
<laughs> I don't ride the short bus. Huh? Anyways. <laughs> yeah. So me, I always have the long list. Ah, uh, here we go. Har har. No, but nap um. Time, right? Yeah. Is it, is it nap time? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I recently, I've been playing a couple games. Um, I I got a beta into this closed beta for this game called Archblade, which I'm. Pretty po- I, I can't. I don't know what country it originates from, but it's not the United States. I'll definitely tell you that much. I'm pretty sure the developers are not native English speakers, uh, based on the emails that I got. But basically, it's like a uh, they're doing. It's it's a combat. How oh, I put this? A third third person like combat game. It's not like an RPG like Guild Wars, but you know you you are a player and you have these moves. So like you have a bunch of different characters you can pick, and each character has moves, and the moves are based on like you have these things called rage moves, which you just hit like F or Q for, but um you don't always have them. You have to build up this meter to be able to use these moves, but you build up your meter with your attacks, which you do with your left and right mouse button, and it's kind of like DCU, where depending on how you click. The free, you know, like you know, if you click left, uh, left click once, right click once, it does one move. If you left click twice, right click once, it does another move like that. So you you do these moves and you fight other people. And there's different type of characters. Like there's a, there's tanks, there are DPS, there's ranged. So uh, you have all these different types of moves that you can do. And it's it's uh all these different characters you can use with different types of move. And it's third person and it's arena based. So it's not like, you know, when I first saw it, I thought it was going to be something maybe like like a third-person Dota or something like that. No, it's actually like each map has its own uh, objectives. Like one map, your objective is to hold these specific points. Another map is, is deathmatch only. Another map is, you know, team fight is team deathmatch. You know, and the other maps are going to be like capture the flag and stuff like that. So it's kind of interesting. It is taking like that, that, like that kind of like, fighting game slash Dota approach where you have, they have to character balance. Like, different characters are good for different things and they work, they're, certain moves work well against some characters and certain characters have counters for other characters and things of that nature. If if I'm making sense. It's like, they took like, you know, like almost like an RPG and a fighting game and put them together. With a, with a sprinkle of arena shooter in it. So it's interesting. Needs a lot of balancing, though, because there are some characters in there that are just so OP, and some characters are completely useless. Like, there's this chick with these guns. Like, I was showing my friend, I just kept left-clicking, just left-clicking, and I killed five people standing in the same place because of the way she uses her weapons. So it definitely needs some some balancing. But so far, it's 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 at least fun to play. Um, I've been playing Skulls of the Shogun, which I'll probably have a review for that up, hopefully, by Friday or so. Which, that is a turn-based strategy game, but it's a little different. Have, have either of you heard of Skulls of the Shogun? I've, I've heard of it. I've heard it's supposed to be good. Yeah, like, usually with turn-based strategy games, you know, it's like usually like a tile, tile or board you have to move on. And this game is not like that. This game, uh, basically each... Each unit on the board has its own radius that it can move in. Okay, 
and you can actually put units together to form like these things called spirit walls to block other units from moving or you can move them into like cover like if you move them into bamboo uh is an 80 percent chance that somebody shoots at them or tries to attack them they'll miss so there's like terrain that you can use to your advantage but that's that's the thing like you can literally move your pieces anywhere on the board uh, which is not really a board, it's more like a state, like a level, but you can move them anywhere, but within a certain radius. And once you move them up to attack, if if they attack, their radius that they can move back is much smaller. So you have to be mindful of that. And that's it's just it's kind of hard to explain, I guess. I'm well, I'm gonna have to explain it. Come after I'm reviewing it, but it's it's definitely different. And you know, like I, I thought it was interesting, like you know, your currency in that game is rice. So you have to haunt these rice patties, and when you haunt the rice patties, like you get the rice, and you can buy, you can uh, use the rice at shrines to get more units on the field, which is interesting. So yeah, it's it's a uh, so far it's fun, but like I said, the review for that will be out Friday. Also, still playing DMC. I am on my second playthrough, and I am playing Sons of Sparta. That's what I'm doing. And the enemy remixes are a lot of fun, but and they're difficult. So, uh, to um, a couple of them are difficult, but they also they give you so like, you have the opportunity to get so many style points based mm-hmm. off of the combos. So many style points, like it's yeah, it's 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 a really really good time. But some of the combinations they put together are very difficult. Um. And now this is a surprise. Like I, I actually try. I've had a, a key to Dota two for a long time, but I never tried it. Tried it Who for the first have time. Have a key to Dota two. There's somebody. There's some people that don't. But I, I try. How they throw those keys out of people's faces like no tomorrow. They true. True. <laughs> so I tried Sorry. it for the first time today, and for anybody that knows me or listens to the podcast, you probably know that I am not a fan of mobas. Pretty much at this. They point. take too much of your time. They take a lot of time. League of Legends streets it just straight up bores me, and Han also bores me. But League of Legends also it just bores me more. Like I tried playing. Like every time I try to play a match in League of Legends, I I leave before the match is over. I just like uh, I can't. Just fuck it. I'm out of here. Um, but I played Dota, and I was kind of expecting to be the same thing. I actually. Didn't have a terrible time. I played the entire match, which lasted about 40 minutes. I like how it's like, no, I didn't have fun. It's like, no, I didn't have a good... It's like, I didn't have a terrible time. It was, like, it was weird like, because I stayed through the whole thing. Um, oh, South the presses. Hold on. I I'm stayed for the whole match. And actually, I, I cleaned up quite well. I, I had... Uh, nine, yeah, I saw. Yeah, I was 19-2-4. and four. So that's Were you nine, the carry... Well, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> it was like, all right, is, well, that's all right. What like, what does that mean? That means you're the ch- you're the type of champion that gets that should be getting fed the kills because your uh, ratios will do more damage if you level faster, and you'll build, and you should be building damage items. So you'll be like the glass cannon that they're trying to build up so you just nuke everything really fast so they don't have to worry about it anymore, in uh, a sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't even know what that means. I played um, 
Broodmother. Broodmother? Yeah. What? What? Is she a carry? I don't know. She might be. I don't know Dota Champions very well. I played Broodmother. You know why I picked her? Because why? The, 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 the person who voiced GLaDOS also voiced her. That's all. Uh, Broodmother? Yeah. I, that's, I, know, that's, I knew that fact, and that's why I picked her. Oh, no other reason. So. I, I played the Drow Ranger when I played Dota, but I suck at Dota, so that's like so like I was playing and actually at first I was I Oh, was, she's a good pusher. She's a good pusher? Okay. So I uh <laughs> Yeah, she pushes into the melee of Oh god. Uh yeah. Apparently she's a, a push laner and she's a melee agility type. Well, yeah, that's like when I I was solo on bottom. Did I say that correctly? A solo bot? Did, I say yeah, correctly, did you solo? You solo? Is that how the beta goes in Dota? In Dota y'all solo bottom lane? I don't know how it goes in Dota. That's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Look, I I know lol meta. I don't know Dota two meta. Dude, like that's... seriously, like I that's just what I did. Like two people. Actually, sorry, there was two people in the mid for sure. One guy up top. That was definitely dedicated to top lane. But there was one guy who kept on going between top lane and the fucking well. So I didn't know what he was going to do. So I just went by, by myself. And the guy, at, at first there was just one guy who was bot. And he kept making some bad decisions. So I kept punishing him for it. And then two people came. But at that point, because I was killing this guy and his creeps... You're I was already. able to, I was able to start ganking, like you know, ganking them. And it, it was funny because it, what was what started happening was, um, I would attack the other guy first, and his funny the dude would just run away, like the the, the <laughs> buddy would just he just go. It's like I'll tell your story and just walk away. <laughs> like it, it was yeah. It oh, was, she is okay. She she pull she plays the carry pusher role. Okay, so you are technically a carry champion. That's what I okay. So basically, like, yeah, like, you know, I because of that, I leveled fast and I got to level twenty-five. Yeah. Which I don't even know what the other people's characters were, but it didn't make a difference because anytime I saw somebody else fucking them up. Yep, that's what carries should do once they've been fed enough kills. They should be able to rape just about anybody really quickly. Yeah, the next highest level was twenty, and that's on my team. But yeah, so basically, I and that I will say that I actually started getting bored once the 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 kills were no challenge. Like I started getting bored. Like I wanted that match to end like fifteen minutes before it did. <laughs> it, I really did because people would come up. Like it would take me no time to kill the people. There was no there was no challenge at all. Like I really didn't. Right. I got because like, you snow you snowballed them. You yeah. had basically gotten so strong that there was just no stopping you, and you're just gonna keep getting stronger. Exactly. Is it there did. a go ahead. is there a surrender? Is there a surrender in Dota? I, I like, don't flash surrender. I don't know. Be, oh. it, it was my first Dota game, but that was the oh, thing. Yeah. Like it didn't matter. At first, it just didn't matter if I if I was like you know attacking them, you know head on, and then it didn't mm-hmm. matter if I was attacking them head on by their by their towers. Didn't make a difference because I'll kill them so fast and then walk away. <laughs> Go eat a tree and then come back. <laughs> you know, all right, Mister Badass over here. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> that's one of. The, I think that's another one of the things I don't like about Dota because I mean, well, or MOBAs in general, because you get penalized in those games if you leave a match early. 
Yeah, you do. And, like, when a game starts going downhill like that, like, I don't want to be stuck in that game. Yeah, but if you leave, that puts it in a 4v5 scenario. And if you're the carry and you leave, that puts your team down, their damager. And if they lose their damager, then the opposing team can kind of make a comeback. But what difference does it make? Because you, you like, for example, the other the team on the other side of what was happening with me didn't make a difference. Anybody that came up to me, I was fucking them up two at a time sometimes. Right, but I think of what would happen with your with your team if you would have left. Well, yeah, if I would have, that's what I'm saying. Like that's, that's why I'm, you know, I've only played the one match. But I'm looking at it from the perspective of the other team. I'm pretty sure oh, yeah. the, the guys on the other side didn't want to stay and get their ass whooped. Well, the rest of well, that that's match. what I'm saying. They could have. They that's what I'm saying. Like normally they're at like the 20 minute mark. It allows for a at least in law what it does. It lets you surrender and just forfeit the match. Right. And so it ends without lasting like an hour long turtle. You know. Yeah. But even like I, like you know in LOL, like I, I I know people who play and they complain when. Well, they want to surrender and nobody else is surrendering. Yeah, because it takes a majority vote. You have to have yeah, that's you have, to have four four people vote yes for the surrender to go through. But that's the thing, like I know, in like in StarCraft, like if 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 I have nothing else I can add to the match, if I'm done, I'll just leave, and I don't get penalized for it. Actually, in Star, well, I guess the way yeah, Star- but StarCraft, you're playing by yourself. Well, no, like when I play like three v three. Most of the StarCraft the playing I do is like either 2v2 or 3v3. Oh. But in StarCraft, if I do leave, it actually, they, my team gets the money that I have all in one lump sum. Actually, in StarCraft, if you have an early lever, like if you're playing 3v3 and then like somebody drops out like within the first, like let's say, minute and it becomes 2v3, the people who, are, who, have, who are, have two actually have the advantage now because of the amount of the amount of money they'll be getting. Mm. Which is interesting. But back to you know, back to MOBA's like you're stuck in this game for like fucking like, you know, an hour or, you know, forty minutes to an hour and it's just like I, I wanna leave. And I think that's one of the problems I have. I mean, well I just said like, I was getting bored and I was winning. You know? <laughs> But I, <laughs> that sounds like such a dick thing. To say. I was winning, and I was just fucking bored. I just, I just didn't care anymore. They're just so shitty. I just, I just, fuck. I just want. I wanted to surrender just to end the game. <laughs> like, that's literally what I'm getting right now. But like, I, I think the reason I was, I, I was able to play Dota versus LOL because the thing is, like, you play. I've, I've played, you know, Dota. I played LOL. I played Dota two. I played Han, and. They're essentially the same game. Essentially the same game. Uh, different heroes do different things. Uh, so there's that. But I, I don't have really a lot of experience with any of the heroes from any of these games, well, except the original Dota, you know? So the only difference I can really tell was the people. It just felt different playing, like, the people, you know? Like, I, you know, when I, when I, because first of all, you know, when I play LOL, since I'm ranked so low, I'm in that like that noob soup, <laughs> you know, that noob pot where everybody's coming in. So you're either a new player or you're somebody who's just bad at the game. That's the level I'm at at LOL right now when I play. But you know, like when I they there's certain things just get said in LOL 
people are annoying when I and I play LL and then on top of that I just I guess it just compounded with the boredom I was feeling. With Dota, I really didn't feel that. Like when really? I when I was in the match, like everybody was kind of just like, "Well, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna really." I'm you gonna, found gonna... a good group then, because Dota, I have had nothing but shit people from Dota. Well, maybe you 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 caught you had you caught the other team that I was playing. Apparently, I don't know because like I honestly, I think all MOBA communities have a shitty shitty deal with like people in general because like it doesn't matter what group game i play i might have a few good people every once in a while but they're just predominantly no matter what moba i play it seems like predominantly i'm dealing with negative assholes most of the time that i just want to like 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 honestly like the best part of it is when i get to press the ignore button and i never have to deal with that stupid person ever again ever ever yeah. And then I can go all my life realizing that, oh, they're just a fleeing whim of absolutely nothing. That's just a disgrace to this whole humanity. And I never have to deal with them again. Yeah. Because they're a douche. Well, I mean, I know, like, from what I... Because I, I, I know people who play LOL a lot. But from what I hear from people is that the... Uh, there's just a lot of trolling in general in the LOL community. Whereas... So much. When I was playing Han... People would only get on those who were doing like not the best. <laughs> I'm not gonna say doing bad, but if you weren't really playing to the level they expect you to play at, they were they were drilling on you. They were drilling into you, but really not trolling and just ma- and just being a general dick, you know. So, yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it again and and again and. We'll see how I feel after a while. Maybe I'll continue with my with my brood my brood queen. Maybe I'll know, try. Maybe push. I'll try Dota two for once. Maybe see if I can actually enjoy it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I just couldn't. I just don't think there's any champion. Maybe I need to dig more into the champions and find one that suits a play style. But like I just. Oh. Yeah. So I, I, I'll go try it again. I picked her due to her voiceover. That was that was it. So I don't. <laughs> I guess I just made, got lucky and managed to pick a good one. Right. Well, but um, let's uh, uh, we, let's get into our topics, shall we? Something actually came in while I was talking about all that. That uh, came across my uh, through my email. Apparently, EA is taking Medal of Honor out of rotation. Okay. Oh fuck huh. yes. They're taking oh. Medal of Honor out of. Uh, they're taking it out of. Uh, yeah, taking it out of rotation, following poor critical and commercial reception. Oh well, you know if it doesn't sell, don't support it. That's but the you, way EA works. But you know what? I, this I'm, I want to read these quotes. Okay, so this is this one's from Peter Moore. The game was solid, but the focus on combat authenticity did not resonate with customers. Critics were polarized and gave the game scores which were, frankly, lower than it deserved. This one is behind us now. We're taking Medal of Honor out of rotation and have a plan to bring year-over-year continuity to our shooter offerings. Wait, well, what does that that mean? They're going to do yearly Battlefield? Holy fuck, please God, don't. But I don't think yearly Battlefield, but there'll be like at least a a Battlefield and then maybe something else. And then like another Battlefield and then something else. Please, EA, give DICE a break. 
so they can fucking make Mirror's Edge 2. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see if that happens. Anyway, actually, uh, Frank Gibbu, he's the, uh, the, the, looks like the labels president for EA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said, E, Mr. Mark, and the marking play in the marketplace with Medal of Honor, uh, we're in a hit driven business where it's about what you can build in a certain period of time and really deliver for the marketplace. And frankly, we missed on Medal of Honor, and we take responsibility for that. If you look at Medal of Honor as a specific case, it was really about a hit missing. So uh, he's a little bit better than Peter Moore, but pretty much they're blaming like the, they're blaming the game's reviews reviews on on the game not doing so well. Are you are you fucking serious? Like if across mm-hmm. the board reviewers are giving this game. Lower scores, you know, uh, like lower scores. You really think it's it's their fault because your internal testing team said, "Oh, the review should get." I mean, the game should get this score or X score on review. I mean, for I was a huge fan of Medal of Honor 2010. That was an excellent game, and it was an excellent game because EA just let let just let Danger Close make the fucking game. Okay. They let them make the game on their own without too much interference, to my knowledge. But then when that game did well, when Medal of Honor did well, that's when EA, I guess, they started to want to get their claws into it. Because even from the previews and the trailers and the things that we saw, Medal of Honor started looking more like Call of Duty. Why were we jet-setting across the planet? And why were we playing as all these different types of spec, you know, know, special, special op units? When the Medal of Honor did so well, the you know Medal of Honor did so well because of you know the story and then the the situations you were put into, you know, like it's kind of the same effect that happened with Call of Duty, like you know, and and, and Modern Warfare, uh, well, Metal, Call of Duty Four, Modern Warfare, you had that that scene at the end where it goes into slow motion and you shoot the bad guy, right? So what happens? Oh, people love that shit. Put that across the entire fucking game. And that's what fucking Modern Warfare 2 was. Slow motion killing. You know? So it's kind of the same effect. Like, you know, oh, well, it, it did good this time. Now we... It was good. Now we need to be great. So this is how we're going to make it great. And this is what our focus groups say. is going to make this game great. As opposed to just taking what you had and improving it a bit. I don't know. Like, that... I, it kind of makes me upset that they're they're they're. It, I mean, if a game fails, a game fails. But you're blaming reviewers on this? Come on now, get it together, EA. Yeah, you got to blame somebody. You're not going to blame the development team. You're not going to come out and say that that uh, Danger Close or, or Dice. Who was it that worked on this one? Danger Close. Danger well, Close. Them, yeah, both of them. Well, Dice did the multiplayer for Medal of Honor 2010, but Danger Close did both games. I mean, they're not shuttering the studios or anything, so they're not going to come out and say that they completely dropped the ball, especially to say that the game was so bad it killed the franchise. So, they're, you know, they're, they're, the easiest scapegoat is to say that what it was polarizing and that it didn't get the reviews it deserved. But that doesn't, if, if you really felt that the game was that valid, then fix the review system or, you know, come back harder next year to, to get the reviews that you feel you earned. But 
yeah, this is all, this is, I don't, I don't know. They still said they're going to be pushing out a shooter or they're still going to push out with their, their yearly shooter next year, which be a battlefield or whatever form. So it's not, it's not even like the market's losing a, a military shooter, you know, sort of deep, you know, market saturated. So it's, it's, you know, adjusting accordingly to the number of shooters we get annually. Yeah, I mean, when they say shooter, I'm pretty sure they're, they're a year-over-year continuity. I'm pretty sure they're talking about military shooters. Yeah that's, not, yeah, that's yeah. They're not yeah, talking what, about crisis. I'll tell you that. Yeah, much. no, 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 no. There's, but, but I mean, between this and Battlefield and Call of Duty, yeah, no, there's a there's a regular you know there's a regular offering we get of military shooters that's its own subgenre onto itself that people seem to like eating up, and it, that's not going away even if. You know, I mean, apparently this was just a bad outing. Yeah. But, yeah. Because of stuff like this, I'm actually a little concerned about Crisis 3. The only glimmer of hope I have is that it's Crytek, and Crytek's no bitch. So, you know, they've been around the block. They deal with other publishers. They don't have to take EA shit if they don't want to. So, what are you worried about Crisis 3, though? That they're not going to make a Crisis 4? No, that they're that it just wasn't going to be as good as Crisis 2. And, like, you know, what made Crisis 2 good was not, you know... Not it's either gonna be overdone or just not done as well in exchange for new like super new features. Uh, be honest with you, I still don't understand why they're in why they're still in New York. Be honest with you, but Crisis hey, Three. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I I say, I'm pretty sure the story will make sense, but it's like based, because of the ending, like because of the ending of Crisis Two, I would have expected them to move somewhere else by now. Nope, still in New York. But that's besides the point. Either way, Medal of Honor, like, it died before. The Medal of Honor series died before. I think this is the final goodbye. I think this is it. You you could, you could one resurrection spell per game. <laughs> Mikey, so. Mikey, Mikey used ours today? Nah, it wasn't for a game. He has, he has a lot of those. <laughs> he's, so. like a, he's like a cat. He is I'm like not fucking Aerith. You can give me Phoenix Downs anytime. Yeah. Fuck Aerith. <laughs> Let her die. But the bitch is too stupid for anyone to throw a Phoenix down on her and say her she deserves to fucking die. That's deep. Let the, let the nerd rage come. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Before we go down that rabbit hole, we'll go to the next topic here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this uh, article is actually about Super Hexagon. Which people listen to this and be like, "What the fuck is Super Hexagon?" Well, it was a uh, it was an iOS game that was developed by uh, Terry uh, Kavan, I believe. That's, uh, that's Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. Yeah. Okay, Kavanaugh. So, you sure it's not Kavan? It's Kavanaugh. Okay, Nick with the stern voice. It's Kavanaugh. It's Kavanaugh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, he developed Super Hexagon. For iOS, and in the first three days, it sold 10,000 copies. Uh, he put off Android development because he had heard from other developers that the Android small, uh, you know, market was smaller. Not to mention he was having some hardware issues with the Nexus 7 in particular. Uh, but he actually ended up working through the hardware issues, uh, you know, with because due to the hardware fragmentation, and in the first four days. He sold twenty five thousand copies on Android versus ten thousand on iOS, and now he's like, "Well, yeah, now all of my mobile games, I'm gonna make one for Android 
I mean, he's not going to abandon iOS, but he's going to do both at the same time. See how it goes. He was, he's quite open for that. And I just thought it was interesting to bring up because, you know, we there are a lot of developers that you hear don't bother with Android. I mean, I'm pretty sure Android users out there have experiences where, you know, you, you want to get an app or a game and it's just not available on Android. And that's because there are a lot of developers that don't think it's worth it. Uh, they, you know, the stigma is that the Android platform is, you know, people are just pirate, you know, way more to the point that it's not point, it's not profitable for developers. But according to Tef- uh, Terry Kavanaugh, that is not the case. Um, it also depends on the game too. I imagine I do know that you know there are some games that were pirated like crazy on Android, but with the Android user base. I mean, you're going to have more piracy, but there are going to be a lot of people who uh, who do pay for it just simply because there's just so many people on Android. There's so many Android devices. You know, that's just the way it is. So as an Android user, I thought it was interesting, and I hope the trend continues to pick up. The one, the one thing I wonder is if he got 10,000 people to buy – uh, buy it on iOS in the first three days. Was there any sort of word of mouth effect going on where you know people were like, "Oh, hey, that's a cool game you got on your phone. You know, can I get that on mine?" And it's like, "Oh, well, it's not available on on Android yet." And therefore, as he was working to get those bugs and all those kinks worked out, if the hype for the Android game wasn't sort of building independently of that, so that when he did finally release it, then that's that's one of the reasons why you get the inflated sales effect because. Now, especially when you have a situation like that, you know, where you can, where all it's do, all it can do is generate demand on Android and he hasn't had, there's no supply yet. You know, you're just going to drive, you know, you're going to drive demand up like that. But does, does mobile game buzz work like that? Like if, if I saw a game that looked kind of cool on iOS and I went to check my phone, it's not there. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I guess that's that. And then like, that's it. I heard about Hero Academy uh, before it was uh, – well, it's not available on Android, I don't believe. But even before it was available on PC, it was an iOS game. And so I you know, I saw that. I was like, I want to get this game when it's available for, for a device that I own. And I, you know, I kept an eye on it until it finally came out. So, I mean, it, it could. Hmm. I guess so. I mean, it's just that but you're a different type of person. You're kind of tuned into the system. We're only talking about thirty-five thousand people here, so I mean, out of how I mean, how many millions of iPhones are there? So, well, that's true. You got something to say, uh, Mikey? Well, I don't know. Like initially, like for instance, I don't know. Uh, well, I don't know if Cut the Rope is really indie, but like when I first heard of Cut the Rope, it was on iOS, and then I looked at my Android device, and I was really super pissed because I couldn't get it. And then, like, I kept up with it to see if it was ever coming to iOS. And I was very excited when it finally did. And I bought, and I think, I actually bought it. Like, normally I don't spend money on apps ever. Like, I am very stingy about what I spend my money on when it comes to applications. Right. And I actually bought that one. And that's, I don't buy shit on the App Store. So am I the only person who's not checking for apps on the App Store then? Well, like, I don't check for apps, but if I hear that there's a cool app on Apple or on the Droid market, I'll go look at it. But I'm not like, oh, what's on Google Play today? Do, 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 You know? I'm like, oh, I hear through the grapevine. This app works really well. Oh, let me check it out. Oh, it's not here. I'll just keep my eye on it then. 
but like I have to hear about it first before I give a damn. See the part like the part where me and you split is the part where you say I'll keep my eye on it because I'm just like oh it's not here, boop, and that's how my mind deletes stuff. Well, <laughs> with that noise right there, <laughs> it makes that that's not like one of those supermarket checkout like yep. locking things. <laughs> it was like, like boop, boop. I don't even know what I was thinking about two seconds ago. <laughs> That this. might be a different problem that might explain a lot of things now. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I said, I don't even really check back. So, I mean, like, that could be it. That could have a very valid point. But either way, I would just like to see more apps. Like, you know, if it's on, if it's going to be on iOS and it also comes to Android. Because I, I wouldn't mind buying stuff when I see it, you know. But, like, a lot of times I just forget about it and that's that. So, it, it, was, it was just an interesting story given the stigma that, you know, goes with Android devices. The one other interesting point I thought that he makes is that, because you mentioned he had a problem getting it on the Nexus 7. He yeah. finally just gave up gave up on that. He said, it's just not compatible with the Nexus 7. And the point he got from that is that it's still worth it to make the game and release it for the majority of devices. I think he said like 99%. Yeah. And, and get the revenue from that. And I, th- I think that's something we might see more developers do going forward is sort of just say, okay, this one or two fringe devices, whatever they are, you know, we're sorry, you're not going to get it, but there's still a huge market there for all, with all the other devices that's only going to keep growing. So, you know, development might be worth it in that regard. That's true. Heed his words, developers. But, uh, let's move on to our next topic, which is, uh, regarding Sony and the PSN hack. Who thought um, that this would be coming back up at this point? But it's well, bad news for Sony, and I guess somewhat some justice. But uh, Sony has been fined 250,000 euros, which is somewhere like, what was it, like 339,000 and some change. Is it, uh, is it euros dollars. or pounds? Actually, I think that it's pounds because it's, it's, uh, it's the UK that's doing the fining. So that's pounds? Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Then 250,000 pounds. I must have read that wrong. It's a, it's a lot of heavy people. But I'm... Um, <laughs> I was just going to let it go Kang silent. <laughs> you know, no, just, just bring the Kang out and drag him off the stage like they used to. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to just let it go silent and have like, you know, the rest of the match cast be completely silent because Nick fucking killed me. <laughs> okay i've casted breath of life you're back to life good job thanks thanks we could play D&D. a white and, a white and three colorless <laughs> no i play magic oh whoa you heard did you hear the disgust in his voice it's like no you dirty <laughs> fiend i play magic <laughs> no i don't have any problems with D unless the dungeon master's a complete douche <laughs> we, we could talk about the finer points later <laughs> but basically the uh the deputy commissioner and data uh and director of data protection at ico in uh the uk uh basically he, he said that they you know when you're responsible for so many credit card details that personal secure data security uh, should be your highest priority and it just didn't happen in this case and he said, even though it was a criminal attack, the security measures simply weren't good enough. So that's why Sony was fined this money with two hundred fifty pounds, two hundred fifty thousand pounds. Shit. 
It's more uh, expensive just on just under four hundred thousand dollars. It makes you wonder if Microsoft should get like some kind of fine then because they're shitty. But anyways, <laughs> well, they're they're well, they haven't been, it hasn't been proven yet with them. I like, haven't proven one hundred percent. They never officially acknowledged it either. Yeah. No, because when does Microsoft ever acknowledge any goddamn thing they do wrong? Yeah, and actually, their problem wasn't with it was like phishing. Like their like it wasn't really like a straight up hack like this one. Yes, and I don't yeah. know. I don't know what difference that would have really made, but there was a difference. Yeah, no, there's a difference. I was just wondering, like, I wonder if this should rebound a little bit on so on Microsoft for something, but it, it's a whole different beast. So. Right. Ex- exactly. But I mean, two hundred fifty thousand pounds to a company like Sony, it's like a slap on the wrist. If that. You know, I can't imagine Sony bawling over this. Well, I, I could see this hurting them in the short term, at least as far as their projections for the quarter or something like that. Like, oh, we we would have made a profit or something, but we had to pay the UK, you know, and then moving forward. Well, like a single game, I think so. But not like a Sony, you know, Sony Corporation. I really don't see them. I don't really don't see this hurting them too much. I think it's more of a like a like a warning shoot to other companies that that kind of hold hold the same type of data like hey like we got Sony we'll get you too and you know 250,000 pounds will hurt other companies a lot you know, a lot more especially you know when they're smaller all, all, all I know is that they had to sell a building last year to make sure that they stayed in the red or in the, in the black rather so is, could be could be dicey for them. That <laughs> Doesn't is help true. them. That is true. But I mean, it's it's a whole building, so I'm pretty sure they're getting quite a substantial uh, substantial amount more than the two hundred fifty thousand. Oh well, yeah, yeah. But pounds. but that was that was last year's earnings sheet though. So who knows what the, what's going on this year? <laughs> a new building. Somebody somebody's <laughs> gonna be cold. Like yeah, uh, you'll be working out of a van now. Look, if you don't mind, thanks. Just drive over to accounting when you get a chance. So, yeah, so that's that's happening with Sony. Now, a good thing that could be happening with Sony and Microsoft is that China may be considering, or is considering, lifting their ban on consoles. Mm. Uh, since 2000, or you know, the year 2000, uh, China has had a ban on, uh, on consoles, game consoles, once they determined that you know gaming was bad for children okay uh so they had a there's been a ban the only thing that microsoft has really been able to get in there hardware wise is the connect but they're selling it for educational and medical purposes yep so if if this ban is released how much money are both of them gonna make Shit ton. Scrooge McDuck money. You know that two hundred fifty thousand <laughs> euro they were that they're getting fined. That yeah. literally will be like, oh, I pricked my finger. Yeah, like they just they they get that money back and toss it out of a window. We don't need yeah. it anymore. You know, Come fucking on. Steve Steve Ballmer swimming around in pools of money. <laughs> there's 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 not tons of games that would not like of that the Chinese wouldn't love to play. You know, but the thing is, even whatever. with the with the next gen consoles coming out, like now they don't even have to put push out the next gen consoles into China. They can push out the previous gen consoles into China, 
and it'll be they're very be very inexpensive to make, and they can even push them at a higher price if they wanted to. Because if they wanted to, they could. But I don't know if they would do that. Well, if there are no alternatives, if both Microsoft and Sony do not release like the newest, like you know, the the PS4 or whatever the next Xbox is, if they if they both like, hey, like this is what. You've been playing on that garbage for so long. Now here's the Xbox 360 breaking technology. <laughs> you know, but but if the product still exists somewhere, at that point, once consoles are, you know, it's not illegal to I guess obtain a console, as it were. What's to stop them from either getting a console from another region and then you know figuring out a way around whatever region hacks may be in place, or you know, or, or even what's to stop? You know, I think you pointed out well, uh, in the PS3 pre-show is there, the piracy. Though. Yeah, like P- PS3 is region locked. Uh, so is Xbox 360. Not to mention, I mean, they could make it illegal to sell Wait, those things in certain places. I thought the PS3 wasn't region locked. I'm I'm pretty sure it is region locked. I didn't think it was. Because you can't play Japanese games on on a regular PlayStation 3. Are you or, sure? Or American Place Three. I'm pretty positive because I know Ray. Because I played, I swear to God, I played a Japanese copy of Continuum Shift the other day on a PS3. And How it old is your event. PS3? Did you get like a first gen? I mean, this is. I'm talking like it was someone else's PS3, and it was a slim. It was a slim. Maybe not anymore. But I know, like, I know Ray had a. She had a PS3, and she was trying to play her Japanese uh, games on it, and it wasn't. Was working. it? Were they PS2 or PS3s? I think games. PS2 games. Uh, I'll I, I'll check, but I swear I didn't think the PS3 was region locked, because I was thinking about uh, getting Chrono Phantasma when it comes out in Japan and importing it over here and just playing it. Yeah. Hmm? Well, if it is or if it isn't, I'm pretty sure they can put something in place if they don't want it there. I mean, they may just release the PS4 and the Xbox 360. And then offer the X, oh, PS4 and whatever the new Xbox is, and then have the PS3 and the Xbox 360 as cheaper alternatives. Oh, because that's right. Such okay. a, there's such a huge, such a huge library. Okay, so this is why I thought that is because remember uh, last year I wrote that article about Persona 4 Arena being the first PS3 region locked game. Yeah. That's why I didn't think the PS3 was region locked. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, so. But that, that, I don't, blah, words. That's it. Okay. (laughs) His brain is shut down. Like, (laughs) what? Because I don't win arguments ever. I'm normally always wrong. So, like, I don't even know what to do right now. I'm just like, (laughs) okay, he's right. Good job, Mikey. Like, (laughs) move along. I'm fucking, I'm never right. This is. This is all this this day I'm finding out all new things. Epiphanies for everybody. Yeah, look at that. The old Mikey, this is probably is this the best day of your life? It it, it really is. <laughs> there you go. Just like have an Oscar and just be like, You really like me? You fit no, I'm fuck that. Anyways, moving on. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so this could be this could be huge for both Microsoft and Sony, I mean. Mm-hmm. They can make so much, so money much money if if this gets lifted. So, so that so, that oh my god! I wonder how that. Shit, that's a lot I'm of just money. curious how it would affect other things. Like, would they then be able to make the the new Xbox cheaper faster? 
you know, probably not. With this no. that bring down because of the money software developers or publishers would be getting, could this bring down the cost of new games? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. Even even if it did, I bet you they wouldn't do it. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I, I would. I I like the dream, but I don't think they would do that. But just just saying. I, yeah. It would be it, yeah. It, it, for for everybody involved. Microsoft, Sony, game publishers, developers, it would open up brand new, brand new worlds. So that's that. That may be happening. We'll keep you posted. Moving on to our next topic, though. Um, on Friday, the ECA uh, went to which stands for Electron Entertainment Consumers Association. They went to Washington to have a talk with a group of lawmakers regarding violence in video games. And, you know, real-world violence. I guess particularly gun violence. So you can already tell this wasn't going to go well. But they went in with high hopes. Apparently, uh, the ECA has determined that U.S. lawmakers are not interested in facts about video games. Shocker. Who would have thought? Yeah, you know? Shocker. They they released a letter, and it said, you know, a couple things. Um, One here is that, uh, oh, see, uh, I'll start here. Um, when it comes to whether the there's a connect, oh sorry, uh, Vice President Biden said we shouldn't be afraid of the facts when it comes to whether there's a connection between video games and violence. Well, even when presented with the facts, those we talked to ignored them, instead of relying on their own personal on their personal tastes. The senators are convinced that there's a connection between video games and violence. One one has even said that. That a proposed study is simply laying the groundwork for new regulations on video games. We know that's not true. And it says so right to them today. But, you know, the senators are already convinced that there's going to be, uh, you know, legislation regarding video games. Even with, like, proof like, you know, violent crimes have decreased since 1980s and that other countries that consume more video games than the United States uh, don't have the same level of violence, they're still thinking that the problem is with video games, which is just amazing that these people have been elected <laughs> into office. No, it's not. Politicians are all interested in the narrative. They want to be able to get on the right side of a given story. And, you know, and then the argument is never to actually sculpt the narrative based on the facts. You pick your facts based on the narrative that you want to present. And so what they're doing here is they've already decided they can't actually go, you know, they can't yep. attack the, you know, the, the NRA because the NRA is too powerful a lobby. So video games are the weakest link in this case. So everybody can kind of gang up and say it's all your fault and there's nobody really able to stand up and stop them. And no, so – It can't be mental health issues ever. No. no. and they're, they're, I mean, you know, we, we there's a lot of issues there's a lot of issues at play here but the simplest thing to do is just say it's all you know video games are evil and they're the cause of all this and we need to legislate the hell out of this because legislation is always the answer and yeah, wow. this way they can come out and say look i voted against or, or for you know i voted against violent video games and i voted for the bill that that you know stopped them and you know i care about your kids and they really you know, they just want to be able to, you know, get that little thumbs up and, and uh, you know, get your vote, which they won't be getting ours necessarily because we see what's happening here. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it's still like, you know, what's the point of going into an office 
if you're not actually going to do your job properly if you're just if you if you if while you're in office you're looking just, you're just looking for another way to get reelected because you, know? you get you get it's, it's all it's all I mean it's all about money I mean there's there you know there's that's what it comes well, down to there's a lot of money sells raises exactly well not even not even that but I mean there's a lot of money to be made when you when you have the power to wield as a lawmaker and there's a lot you know it, it's then once you have that power you want to protect it so I mean you know our our, our system's definitely not perfect and there are certain uh, in, imperfections and this is one of them this yeah. is a big one. This is a big one. This could lead to a lot of trouble, and especially with the senators there were hinting at the fact that they thought the Supreme Court's decision that video games were free speech uh, was wrong. How do you... I... Uh, that'll How be... How do you argue with the god dang Supreme Court? Like, literally, like, they are the, should be the final say on what's constitutional and what's not. If they declare that something is the fucking part of freedom of speech, how do you go behind their back when I, oh my you, god. The Supreme Court is not infallible. They have reversed I, decisions before, and there's a reason, I mean, technically they've ruled abortion is legal in Roe v. Wade, yet we keep talking about it. I know. So it's. I, know. I mean, there's, there's, it's, it, you know, it's not like they're saying like the Supreme Court said that and we're going to, uh, you know, just completely flaunt it. They're saying they disagree with them. Now, fundamentally, I mean, you can come back and say again. Now, this is where the games is art argument really kind of might become super valid because if we can argue that games are art and art fundamentally is free speech, then that would protect them. But there's more than that though because this is. Th- even even art does have limitations. You can't sell, you know, like you can't sell pornography to kids. And I think that that might be sort of what they're looking at is restricting the sales of these things. I don't think I don't think we're going to go as far as China to flat out ban consoles, you know, in the year 2014 no, going forward. No, they wouldn't. But you know, I think there's there's a lot of I think there's a lot of issues at play here that uh, have various forces aligned against video games right now. If they need to prove that games are art, I'll just like, look, Senator, have you played Max Payne 3? No! That's a bad example. Do not show Let me show you what art looks like. Blood, guts, and people being shot. Let's totally go with that. Just watch this aftermath. We'll explain everything. Yeah. You know, yeah. Listen to that narrative. Are you, do you feel his pain? That guilt, that sorrow from his dead wife? Oh, man. Art. Are you you a cod bro, Senator? Are you a cod bro, Senator? (laughs) Speaking to the mic, Senator. Uh, but uh, what was it I mean what was the recent uh, I mean even recently when they they had Hillary Clinton up there to talk about uh, her time as this the uh, Secretary of State and the the Benghazi thing and all all the senators did was they either praised her or they attacked her regardless of what she said based on their pre-existing viewpoints and so this is not it's not America. anything new. This is this isn't surprising. It's it's everybody wants to get up and they just want to make sure they're on, they not even just make sure they're on their right side of the issue, whichever side you see yourself coming out on. And unfortunately, neither Democrat there, there's no Democrat or Republican argument to be for violent video games at this point. They're both against us, and so it's one of the few times we actually get unity in Washington, and we're screwed. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see what you know. What you know? Yeah. What if it, if they make it to where the ESRB is like? Because what I hear is that the ESRB might have to be inflicted as like 
it could be illegal to sell M rated to is it M rated to minors? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, there's already so that is, is I think I read somewhere in that M rated to minors. There's already um well Best Buy and GameStop already have policies in place to try to warn parents. Well, you know? okay, yeah, but parents don't fucking pay attention. Yeah, but the thing is, like, actually, they won't sell them to minors without the parents there. Those policies are already in place. The parents are buying the games. Right. Uh, or grandma's so, buying the game. I, I know. So, you know what? You go ahead and if they even do that, I'm just going to be like, you're implementing the same systems that are already in place and yeah, you're just making, they're just making it a law as opposed yeah. to the company uh, regulating themselves. And you know what? Let's And then when another shooting happens, then we'll see where they point the fucking finger at. Yeah, when they when because it ain't gonna. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not gonna predict one happening, but I mean, I don't. Well, we, we all know that getting rid of violent video games isn't gonna stop shootings. No, nope. <laughs> it's not gonna stop shootings. So not correlated. So we'll if another one does happen, we'll see where they point the finger afterwards. It's only a matter of time. Unfortunately, sad to say, but they're not tackling the real issues. So, it's just a matter of time. But, uh, there will always be there will always be mentally ill people in this world, whether we like it or not. That's true. Very true. But uh, anyway, moving on. Yeah, we're gonna move on. You can't really roll. You can't roll off of that one. (laughs) You know, very smoothly. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna be another shooting. And now Pokemon. (laughs) You know. So, speaking yeah. of huge battles being fought, <laughs> yeah, uh, there is a well, over the weekend, I believe there was a huge battle, huge battle, and Eve Online fought. Um, uh, there were two, I guess, uh, I don't know how I can't, it's been a really long time since I've played Eve, but I, th- I don't know how it works if it's like corporations and then alliances or alliances and then corporations, but either way, uh, there was a two. A, a very large fight between two uh, two groups, okay? Uh, the Honey Badger Coalition and the Clusterfuck Coalition. <laughs> okay, that's what they're called. That, that I, that's literally what they're called. That's what they, yeah, that's what they're the, called. The Honey Badger and the Clusterfuck. Yeah, that's that's what they're called. <laughs> Welcome to video games. <laughs> So, oh, uh, oh god, it's the, so good! It's just too good. Now the clusterfucks are led by the Goon Swarm Federal Alliance, okay, which they came from the Something Awful forums. That's how that got started. The Honey Badgers are led by the Test Alliance, Test Alliance which was formed by pretty much Reddit users, okay. okay. So, a clusterfuck pilot <laughs> was attempting to bridge. Uh, now he has a ship called the Titan. It's the largest, most powerful and ship in the game. Okay, right. and these ships can actually open up tears in space and time to allow entire fleets of ships to jump to go from one place to another simultaneously. So he was going to bridge, make this bridge to do this. Okay, by accident, he warped to the location by himself. 
Okay. He worked there by himself. That's the best part. It was all an accident. Yeah, it was <laughs> like the wrong button. Play. No, really. <laughs> he hit the wrong button, and immediately, oh, they said soon, almost immediately after he got there, he was attacked by the honey badgers oh because there, there's apparently some bad blood between the two groups anyway, <laughs> which resulted in an uneasy peace after some fighting. Okay, but this like so he jumps to the wrong place. And they're like, oh, he done fucked up now. And they go and attack him. <laughs> okay. Now, just to show you how powerful a Titan is, um, it could take up to 900 players to destroy one. That's, that's not, not, not 900 ships, but 900 like, individual, I shouldn't say like, like, 900 individual players shooting at this thing to destroy it. That's pretty okay. impressive. All right, yeah. so basically what happened was he jumped in by accident. Honey Badgers tried to destroy it. He calls for backup. So backup is flying in. Backup is coming in from the, from the clusterfucks. And backup keeps coming in from the Honey Badgers until you get this 3,000-plus man battle going on in this one region. Okay? One misclick caused that much money to Exactly. Go. Exactly. Yeah. One, oh, one misclick. <laughs> I can, so I can hear that vent conversation. Can you imagine that conversation on TeamSpeak or vent? Like, so dude, where'd you go? Oh, so shit. <laughs> Jump now. Jump now. <laughs> dude, I guess. At, at that point, though, I kind of just hope the Titan just, like, opened up fire and was just like, Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> Have you read the results of the battle yet? Because I, I just like read what like yeah. The I'm, I'm getting ready to go. I'm, like, I'm getting ready to go through with that. Okay, so the honey badgers sustained. Uh, I'll tell you what their losses. Their losses include and these are all the different types of ships: uh, six dreadnoughts, eleven carriers, and one supercarrier. The clusterfucks got their asses whooped. They lost 44 dreadnoughts, 29 carriers, five supercarriers, and three titans. That's three titans. They lost three titans? Three, three titans, titans going wow. to get this fool. They no, should just like, like, that's like... That should be like require 2,700 people to take one of those out. To wow. take all three of them out. Dude. Yeah, and so, they took that plus the dreadnoughts plus the carriers plus the supercarriers. They got that that's ass crazy. whooped. They, they, whoever, whoever misclicked, they got fucking... <laughs> kicked out so hard probably <laughs> like let me tell you something about so the titans too before i tell you the the amount of money uh in game <laughs> that this costs okay so to create a titan it takes eight real world weeks to create a titan wow okay. from start to finish that does not include the the materials that you have to get that right. does not include buy, like buying materials or mining materials, getting certain types of materials that like rare materials. It doesn't include this this post that you have to build because you actually have to build a station to build this ship. So you have to build a station. You have to deploy the station, and then once you deploy the station, then you can de uh, deploy. Uh, you can build the ship, and so it takes eight weeks for the ship to build, and within those eight weeks. Since it's a persistent world and it's constantly going, if somebody were to find your ship in the middle of being built, they can destroy it. Okay, they can destroy the station. 
So eight weeks minimum. Okay. That's like two months, guys. Like yeah. <laughs> to, to build I, one I, ship. <laughs> I understand. I'm just right. like So two months to build one ship this game. They lost three of those. Okay. I mean, that's the amazing thing is you would think, given the size and power of these ships, like, okay, we've got one in trouble. Let's throw two more at them, you know, plus everybody else that's around, and that should be able to repel whatever they've got, but apparently nope, not. Kill. Yeah. Nope, I mean, that's honey just... badgers are the – wait. Well, yeah, yeah, honey badgers are just that fucking good. Yeah. yeah. So the the early damage totals were 700 billion-esque, Okay. Now, it's not fully calculated, but that was the early damage totals. Translated to real-world money because you because of the Plex system, where you can transfer ISK to from like you transfer ISK to dollars and other currency. the The real-world money value of that of that battle was twenty two thousand two hundred and seventy two dollars. Oh one hell of a misclick. That's how much real-world money was lost. Oh in this God. one battle. Wow. Over oh a few hours. God. Holy shit balls. Yeah. Yeah. It was <laughs> <laughs> for one misclick. Dude, like, yeah. It's yeah. Shit. Whoever misclicked should just like not play that game ever again. <laughs> because that just that's He owes <laughs> he owes somebody. You know, that's he... what he just like uninstall. Yeah, he, so he right cannot show there. his face a fucking again. He he really he really can't. It makes you wonder he, if like oh, go ahead. It makes you wonder if like the cluster fucks would be eligible to apply for like FEMA aid or something as far as <laughs> you know claiming those losses. Oh man, that is that's it's rough. That that was yeah. a rough weekend. And a bad luck, a bad weekend for the cluster fucks. They just like fools. Isn't it interesting that like. Another one I'll just bring up, like when something interesting happens in Eve, it's always like something really fucking big. Yeah. And it's always something that's interesting. It's never like anything like fucking boring or dumb. Like when something happens in Eve, it's like a big fucking deal. But that's yeah. the beauty of having one massive persistent universe. I mean, in in WoW you might get the occasional event like this, but because it's all fragmented among so many servers. You know, I mean, what you had like the corrupted blood incident when when you know they they could talk about modeling disease or something like stuff like that happens, but not very often. But here, it's it, it's 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 all it's all so united. It has to be massive, especially for as long as the game's been going. I mean, you know, they, the fact that they have an economy that can conceivably lose seven hundred billion units, and the economy's not destroyed. This is just one incident. It's not like they threw all their. I assume they didn't throw all their titans into the fight. So, I mean, you know, the amount of money that's still floating around out there is massive. And, no, it's it's a testament to CCP that they've constructed this universe in such a way. I don't know. It makes you wonder what dust is going to do to it. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Now you're throwing dust into the mix. Like, well, you have, like, you know, you have the people on EVE who have all this money. And then you have the dust, the dust operatives on the ground as mercenaries in the first-person shooter game. I really wish they would bring that to, to the fucking PC. I do. Because that's really the only way I'm going to play it. But it sounds awesome to have that working together, you know? Isn't the, the beta's ongoing and free, isn't it? Yeah, it's on P. So, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty it's sure. On, yeah. yeah, but, but I, I just... PS3. Yeah, just the thing, I just don't play shooters on console. Sacrilege. Travel Steve! I just... <laughs> <laughs> I just don't do it. But, uh, yeah, like, it's just... It's just... This, uh, 
Eve is an amazing world. I really wish I had time to play it. I really do. I consider reinstalling I I'm glad I don't. I, every I'm couple I months, I consider reinstalling it. Like, just disappear. <laughs> I just, mm. I've seen what that game's done to some of my friends. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Eve is like a second they life. Literally, they literally did like, they didn't do their statistics homework, but they did the statistics for Eve. Yeah, like, <laughs> Eve, Eve is like, like a second Eve looked harder than their statistics homework. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck balls are you doing? Eve is like, like it's like it's like a second life, but if you were in space, that's like, awesome. <laughs> that's basically what Eve is. That's just awesome. <laughs> Eve it was awesome when I played it, and like I want to play it, but it's, it, it it is sometimes it is a game that you could just let play itself while you're doing other stuff. Like it depends what you want to do. Like if you just want to be a miner and like mine resources for your company you can fucking do that and you can just mine like I, I knew guys who used to play at my not not my current job but my old job who used to throw have a laptop up for Eve and mine shit during the day while they were working you know you could do that or if you just want to trade stuff like you you know you, you want to transfer stuff back and forth you could do that or what I like to do was being a mercenary you know you go fuck up somebody's day and then Eve, you really fuck up somebody's day. You really you do. Like, why do you want to play like the dick classes, the dick races? <laughs> like, like you just want to dick up somebody's day. It's because I'm affecting somebody. I'm affecting somebody's day. You know, that's the thing. I'm like, I'm affecting their life right there. You know, if I traded with them and gave them some minerals, eh, you know, they may remember me. Like, hey, you're the guy who blew up my fucking, you know, X class ship. Oh yeah, that was me. Wow, yes. so you're just so you're show, so basically you're telling me why people are trolls. <laughs> no, not necessarily. Because like, no, some people so, some people want attention. That's why they're the trolls because they want attention. I don't necessarily want attention. It's just like typically, the more challenging to do in the in, thing to do in a game is actually kind of the troll way to do things. You know, it's it's, it's 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 easy to cooperate with people. It's easy to play nice, uh, nice with people. I'd I'd argue against that. How like no, like sometimes the good way is the hard is the harder way in most games I've played. Like trying to do things honestly seems to be like almost punishing versus like I could just steal that person's shit and then walk away and I'd be fine. Well, the thing is like you could do that, but the thing is like if you come across somebody who 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 you don't like, you can kind of just go deal with somebody else. But, like, if you're playing a game, like, for example, the difference between, like, you know, let's say, playing a PvE server versus a PvP server, you know, Mm -hmm. PvP ganking in a PvP server, that's dickish. You know, somebody's sitting there fishing or some shit and just coming, you, like, you know, chop their fucking head off, you know, that's dickish. But the thing is, like, you could do that to them, but other people can also do it to you. So you're watching your back, you know? Like, you know, when I used to play WoW in a PvP server, I wasn't just running down a road all willy-nilly, especially if I knew there was a chance that somebody higher level could be coming down that same road, you know? I was, like, going into, I was, like, you know, running on the side just because I have to pop into a bush and, you know, shadow meld or some shit like that. You know, it, it just makes things more exciting. What? I could talk about that. I could talk about WoW, but we're not here to talk about WoW. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's like, I'm up. I'm awake. I'm awake. Uh, I, 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 no, but uh, he 
he hears wow and he just turns on. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, no, because well, there's there's ongoing issues with the PvP community and wow, but that's another topic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow thoughts PvP. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, but uh, no, but uh, one of the things I thought was interesting was the Penny Arcade report uh, had a little article about how CCP dealt with this, given that all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they had a three thousand man fight in the middle of space that they were not expecting. Like they didn't have any advanced warning that this was going to happen. And some of the things they did that that I thought were interesting was that they actually warped space such that players who were in the sector were moved like they changed the geometry of the sector so that these players were further away from the fight even though fundamentally they it's like they didn't move the player but they they moved the space where the player was to give the fight to help segment the fight and the you know on, on their server load and also the other thing they did that i thought was interesting was they actually slowed down time so that this way this you know as the system kind of locked up because the system's always at 100% cpu so in order for the system to be able to process all that they slowed down time within the game to you know give the actual servers more time to process the, you know the millions of commands that were coming through oh my god just to be able to make sure that the fight played out properly so yeah that's... i saw they slowed down time like 10% of what the yeah. what it would actually be yeah so that made yeah that made that was incredible. That was pretty. Yeah. The, the fact they could do that that's on the fly. Baller. Yeah, you know, they, that's pretty. That's props to them. Yeah, like, well, seriously, that's well, pretty we, fucking cool. Oh, well, it, it, it <laughs> has to be, you, you think again. You think about other games where you've got three thousand people in one spot. Like that. That'll crash a game. You know, most like of not just not just that they did that like on the fly. Like someone yeah. noticed it going on. Let everyone know, and then they were instantly on it. Like you don't fucking hear that shit ever happen. No oh. one supports that. No, I don't know of any company that supports their game on that great of a scheme. That's oh, true. This, like because if that was Blizzard, like hey, you they know, did fuck it. BlackRock <laughs> servers taking the shit. Yeah, <laughs> like that's pretty much the only way that that goes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> servers, servers shutting down in thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, we're gonna reboot that guy. It's, it's yeah, it's it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> that's exactly what would have, what would have happened. I mean, that happened at, like even with Warhammer, with like the two ha- the two hundred man battles that we used to have. Sometimes, if you know people start, you, you have too many mages, and at one time they start to start throwing that magical shit around. <laughs> you know, too much for the server. That magical shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that magical shit will bring a server down. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah. Just stop casting all your damn magic. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's gonna crash everything. Yeah. They actually get like a high level spell called server crash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it was like, oh, it was really good that they noticed that and where it was able to, to to get that. So another and that's actually not the biggest largest battle they've ever had. No, they've that's, had larger. They've had larger. They, they, yeah, battle. that was a it was a big battle, but they've actually had larger battles than that. So. Eve, the legendary game. <laughs> the game where when shit happens, everyone knows about it in the game community, even if you don't give a shit about Eve. Exactly. Everyone, everyone knows what the fuck is going on with Eve if it's something big. Yeah, like, exactly. C- when that CEO died, like, shit. Yeah, everybody knew and it affected the economy, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was interesting. And I guess, I, I don't know, I may try, try to, uh, once again, try to find a way to get back, but it's unlikely. We'll see though. No. But yeah, it's uh it's gonna wrap up our topics for today. Let's look at what's coming out. Shall we? Uh Fire Emblem. Looks like, yeah, it looks like 
Oh yeah, Fire Emblem is coming out. I'm looking at the wrong week. I'm looking at last week, which Strike Suit Zero came out. And actually, you know what came out? I didn't realize it came out. No time to explain. Have you guys seen that what? game? There's a game called No Time to Explain, and I'm pretty. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a side-scrolling shooter. But basically, game? like the 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 trailer that I saw for it originally was like you know a guy's in a room, right? The wall explodes off of the room, <laughs> and his future self comes in and says, "Hey, come with me. No time to explain." And they, have, <laughs> and, they <laughs> and they jump out, and then they, it starts the adventure. Like if you look through some of these screenshots, those screenshots, like they're fighting like a giant crab that's on fire. They're fighting like <laughs> a rap, two raptors, like riding like some other type of dinosaur. You know, all yeah, types of stuff. Yeah, it looks, it looks like it's a new ground. It was on Newgrounds or something. Yeah, it's that, on Steam now. And it looks Steam? awesome. Like, uh, it, look, it looks awesome. I I really meant to, to keep my eye on that. But now that I see that it's out, I will definitely uh, be checking that out. But yeah, it's called No Time to Explain. And that's what I remember seeing from that fucking preview. <laughs> Just, there's no time to explain. Come on. And then it's the name of the uh, game. Uh, was it, it's one of the green light games. I think so. Looks like it. So yeah, actually, yeah. So that that might that that looks like it's gonna be pretty good. I'll see if we get a review copy and review it. Um, Anti Chamber is out tomorrow. So that uh, we actually do have a review coming up for that. Bayonetta is coming to PSN. So for those who haven't played Bayonetta like myself, I actually might check do it out. Do it. You know. Um, play Bayonetta. Well, I've played it, but like I played a little bit of it. Like I played it, and I was like, eh, and I didn't. Pl- no, really... play it. Okay, that's a command from Mikey. <laughs> no, the combat system is one of the best combat systems in a in a 3D action game I've ever played. Mm-hmm. The story is fucking stupid as hell, but the combat system is it's great. It's fucking amazing. Okay. And I'm really pissed that Bayonetta 2 is a Wii U exclusive. <sighs> No. Well, there's that, and Skulls of the Shogun came out on Wednesday. Uh, Dead Space is out next week. It looks like. Really? Since, yeah, looks like. That soon? Yeah, yeah. It's it's time. They want that microtransaction money, man. Man, I <laughs> I haven't heard much come out of Dead Space three. That mm. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe my head's been in the like. I just haven't. I haven't heard as much from Dead Space three as I did Dead Space two. God, February is a big month. After that, there's Alien Colonial Marines. Then after that, there's Metal Gear Rising and Crisis 3. When's Tomb Raider? Uh, the thing is, like, June, isn't it? Isn't it next? I thought it was next month. Oh, it might oh. be. I don't know. Then we can see the infamous almost got rape scene. <laughs> Dodge that bullet. <laughs> like, yeah, like, oh, my God. We'll see. We'll see if, if, all, if, if all the... Uh, you know, all the hoop and the hollering was worth it. All right, but yeah, I'm looking forward to Fire Emblem this year. I mean, next week. If you know, Fire Emblem looked good. I was like, man, I kind of wish I had a 3DS. Like, so far, from what I'm seeing on the reviews, from what I'm seeing from other sites that shall not be named, uh, everyone's giving it pretty good scores. I mean, I liked, I like Fire Emblem, so I mean, I was all for it. But right, looks like they did something. Really good with this one. That's good. All right. Uh, well, that's going to wrap us up today. You can uh, catch us up, 
catch us or catch us up. Woo, it's late. You can catch us on SoundCloud.com slash match those buttons. Uh, you can also catch us on Sound. Uh, oh, God, it is late. You can also get us on <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> um, yep. If you, uh, you know, if you have a iPhone or an iPad or a, well, iPod, there you go. That's what they're called. <laughs> you can uh, download us on iTunes. Uh, we are also on Stitcher Smart Radio for your Android and iOS devices if you want to stream us. Uh Catch us on twitter.com slash MTB site, facebook.com slash mash those buttons, and also youtube.com slash mash those buttons. So we are in all of those places you can reach us. And uh, as always, we thank you for, for listening. We thank Mikey for you know being able to, to come talk with us again today. You know? well, I was getting tired of the bro fest I kept hearing over here with just two people, so I had to break that shit up. Oh, okay. Add the add his own flavor to it. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Love yeah. y'all so very much from Texas. Yeah. <laughs> we well, yeah, definitely thanks, Mike, for coming by, and uh, we we'll catch you guys next week. Have a great weekend. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>